HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. For more information, visit Corin.com. Hi, how are you? My name is Andrew WK. They say when things are very delicious, it must be Heritage Radio. Welcome to Japan Eats. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, a food writer and a director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from a studio at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every daily and supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi ramen izakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, and I will try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. And my guest today is Gaku Shibata, who is the owner of two popular Japanese restaurants in Lower East Side in New York City. And one is called Yoparai, an upscale Japanese sake bar and restaurant. And the other one is Azasu, a casual Japanese izakaya, which also serves Japanese small restaurant food. We'll talk about how Gaku started uh, those great Japanese restaurants with his wife, Christy, and why he decided to introduce small food to New Yorkers and much more. So we're going to have a great show. Hello, Gaku. Welcome Hi. to the show. So um, first of all, when and why did you come to the U.S.? Because, you know, my wife is American. And then uh, the, um, after getting married, we live in Tokyo for five years. And then we decided to come here in New York City to start business. Mm. Okay. And I also heard that you lived in China before you came to the States. Oh, actually, I met my wife in uh, Beijing, China. It's mm. 20 years ago. Okay. As uh, uh, the exchange student. Mm. So, and I heard uh, you exchanged after you, you guys left China, you exchanged uh, letters for 10 years and got married? Right. And uh, at that time, we have no email, uh, <laughs> <laughs> text something, so... Uh, it's take uh, you know the um, two weeks to a long trip to you know, right. my, my, oh it makes, yeah. that makes more more right. like, precious to yeah. communicate yeah. right um, okay and uh, so how did you get into food business um, after graduate college I worked for the several com- company and then I decided to you know to start my own business mm, because uh, you hated uh, working for company 
Yes, I'm not really good at working for company, I guess. So <laughs> I, I have decided to、uh, start all my business. And the first business is that I import push cart and hot dog push cart from New Jersey. Oh, wow. And then、uh, we had uh,、um, the five. Push, uh, hot dog push cart in Tokyo.、Mm, so that was when you were in Tokyo, and then you know, after China, you just、uh, captured that push cart. Right, right. That's kind、way. of extreme you know, change, but you know, it's, you know, I know, it works, and you know, the Japanese people enjoy American style hot dog at that time.、Mm, okay. And it's like a classic American hot dog? Yes,、uh, we won't import the、uh, push cart and uh, uh, the beef uh, the, uh, the hot dog from、mm-hmm. the US, and、mm-hmm. then、uh, I had a、uh, Uh, the push cart at the Tokyo Dome, which is a baseball field in、mm, Tokyo. And, right, uh, that's uh, the baseball yes, stadium in yes, Tokyo. At that time, uh, uh, the Matsui、uh, came to New York, so、mm. um, a lot of people interested in American culture and、uh, major league stuff. So,、uh, and we have also have a, a, the grocery store, the、mm. parking area, or,、um, and it's a really mobile business, so、right. you know, it's good, I know, the catering or everything.、Mm. Yeah. Good timing. Yes. Right. Okay. And,、uh, but then you somehow came to the States. So, and then you opened the restaurant. So, wh- what happened between, you know, I mean, you had a wife and then.、Mm-hmm. I know, because I have no cooking skill.、Mm-hmm. So,、um, at the time, I decided to uh, learn uh, the basic cooking skill. So, um, um, So, I tried to work so,、uh, the, I know, less sure in Japan, but I was、uh, over 30.、Mm. So, it's hard to you know, start from zero.、Right. So, I asked uh, uh, my, one of my favorite restaurants called Abraya.、Mm. Um, and I asked you know, you know, the owner、mm. to、uh, give me some like, you know, experience.、Mm. And That's generous. Yeah. Right. But did you know the restaurant before? Yes. You know, I, I used to be you know, the good customer of them for the、uh, last. 10 years.、Mm. So、um, that's why you know, he、um, you know, offered me to you know, work for them for、wow. two years. Okay.、Yes. So, what kind of restaurant was it? It is a、um, very authentic, you know, the old、uh, the sake bar style in Roppongi.、Mm. So, like classic、uh, Abraya means、uh, Abraya or Abraya? Abraya. Abraya, yes. Okay. So, like a whole izakaya food, whole Japanese、uh, yes. like home cooking. Too. Yes. Actually,、um, the, in fact, you know, the, our head chef, Yopurai, is、mm. uh, the son of the owner of Abraya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, he has the tradition of the whole place. Yes, so. yes. So,、um, I just、uh, want to bring Japanese and you know, the izakaya vibe from Tokyo to New York. So,、mm. I, I know our restaurant is very authentic as Japanese.、Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. Right, because、uh, I heard、uh, at least there are like 1,500 Japanese restaurants、mm-hmm. in New York City.、Mm-hmm. So, you know, we wanted to do something a little different.、Mm-hmm. Right, so, so、uh, we focus on, you know, the, on the cooking from scratch. So, we have homemade miso, homemade umeboshi pram, and uh, uh, the pico, which is uh, uh, the nukazuke.、Mm. So,、um, the, your prize concept is, you know, it's, you know, the, you know, the cook. You know, from the scratch.、Mm, yes. Okay. Well, let's talk about、uh, your pari first because you opened it first、mm-hmm. out of two restaurants,、yes. right? So, when did you open it and、uh, what kind of restaurant?、Uh, we opened like five years ago.、Mm-hmm. And,、uh, you know, that's really a cozy, small restaurant. We just have、uh, uh, 30 seats there、mm-hmm. and、uh, mostly the counter seating. So, I、uh, can communicate with chef and, you know, communicate with、uh, sake, you know, the sommelier. Right.、Yeah. Okay. And,、uh, So it's similar to Abraya? Ab- yes, 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 yes. Right. Okay. And、uh, 
how was the training? But let's go back to quickly. Like you know, you said over thirty, you started training. Yes. At that classic authentic Japanese restaurant, yeah. how was the training in Tokyo?、Uh, it is hard, very hard, because I didn't have any,、um, you know, like experience, like professional cooking. So I, I know I have to start from dishwashing,、mm. and、uh, you know that I know. But that owner is a very generous man, so he tried to give me a, a lot of experience. So、mm. I know it is hard, but. I enjoy too.、Mm. Yeah. Okay, maybe he, he wanted to because he liked you, and then he just wanted to have someone walking abroad, right? right? <laughs>、yeah. Like ambassador. Yes. Right. Interesting. And、uh, okay, and I, I went to、uh, Yopai a while ago、Thank、when、you. my、uh, yeah friend Sakibura came、mm-hmm. to New York,、mm-hmm. and it's a very classic good sakibura, and. And the, the owner heard about the fabulous sake list at the Yopai.、Mm-hmm. So maybe you can tell us about your sake list at the Yopai. Yes, you know.、Um, Oh, by the way, the yopai means drunk. Yes, yes, drunk drunker,、person. drunker. Because、right. you know, the, I'm a big drunker, so <laughs> that's why I name my restaurant called Yopai. <laughs> okay. So, what kind of、uh, sake do you have? How many?、Um, I like you know, read. I know、uh, I'm a sake drinker, so I focus on junmai, which is、uh, like a casual sake.、Mm. Uh, uh, it's.、Uh, And also, I prefer like more like Yamaha or Kimoto, like old school sake.、Mm, uh, okay, uh, um, so the junmai means、uh, pure rice without any、mm-hmm. added alcohol、yes. to fortify,、yeah. right? And then you—that's like a pure、um, yeah. ingredient yes. flavor. Yes. yes. Okay. And then other Yamaha, that's like a more classic way. Yeah. To make right.、It. So、um, our food is really good pairing with uh, uh, like uh, old school sake. So、mm. uh, we focus on old school traditional sake. With、uh, you know traditional Japanese food,、mm, yes. Okay, and as of last night, I checked the menu on the website. You have twenty-five sake by the glass、mm-hmm. and the thirty-one bottles、yes. by the bottle, and、uh, it's amazing how it's really premium. Yeah, but I know.、Sake. Yeah, if we I I can serve by the carafe, you know, the customer can try a couple of you know, kind of sake.、Mm. So. Um, I focus on the, I know the, I know sake by carafe,、right. and also the small,、uh, big party. Maybe I prefer the bottle of sake, but I, I think it's、uh, more fun to pick, you know, ch- challenge、right. or try, you know, you know several kind of sake.、Mm, okay, and、uh, you have a sommelier license, sake sommelier <laughs>、yes. license too.、Yes. So you just、uh, kind of、uh, curated the sake list by yourself. Yes, yes. I know. I know. The, I know. Sake list is、uh, I know that picked by me, and、mm-hmm. uh, all and、uh, the sake I picked is、uh, you know, of course that is my favorite sake.、Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Okay. And、uh, let's talk about your second restaurant, Azasu.、Mm-hmm. So Azasu means、uh, thank you in、uh, Japanese slang. Yes,、um, that is slang, and、uh, y- young people is really lazy. So、uh, actually, the and a thank you means arigato. Gozaimasu.、Mm. It's really a long sentence.、Right. So <laughs> Japanese young people say just you know shorten as us. <laughs> It's really casual, <laughs> you know, new vocabulary.、Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's really shorten. Yeah.、Um, so when did you open Azasu, and、uh, what kind of restaurant is it compared to your Prai? Yes,、um, because you know your Prai is really small and you know counter seating like a, a cozy place. So、mm. I want to,、uh, we want to have like more like party or like casual.、Mm. It's a、uh, you know so. Uh, as I say, it's more much casual than you know the Yopai.、Mm. So you you opened、uh, when did you open it?、Uh, it's like、uh, two years ago. Okay. Yes, and uh, uh, we focus on the cup sake,、mm. uh, which is、uh, well, the, we're gonna we're gonna talk、oh, about it in、sure. a minute because I <laughs>、yeah. have a huge idea about that. Okay. Right. So、um, right, and then、uh, so sounds like it's like a beginner's version of、uh, Yopai. That's as I said. Yes,、yeah, so, you know,、more. I can say the、uh, gateway lesson for the、uh, traditional Japanese. Hmm. 
Okay, and then, um, well, the the food is more comfort food. Yeah, it's more like a, like a um, yeah. So I know like a Japanese soul food, a comfort food, like mm-hmm. you know that like a burger or a pizza in the U.S. Right. So it's like a takoyaki, yeah. curry, and the gyoza. Yes, kind of, yes, yes. Right. And it sounds like it's go. They go uh, well with the drinks. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And of course, you serve a small wrestler. Yes. Chankonabe. Yes. Right. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, so you have a very interesting drink menu, Tazasu. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe you can talk about that. So first you have, again, the cup sake. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have the largest selection of cup sake in Manhattan. Yes. What is cup sake, first of all? Cup sake is like you know, the, um, the, the sake in a cup mm-hmm. with a lid. So uh, it's a you know, the small size, so it's a... You know, yeah, it's like, uh, I think... It's like eight, eight hundred to eighty milliliters and six ounces. It's like a, you yes, know, the yes, by the glass. Yes. It's like more generous yes. by the glass yes. size, right? Okay. And uh, what sounds like cup so cheap? Yeah. But you know, that used to be cup sake is like you know really casual sake mm-hmm. used to be, and especially like you know shinkansen trip. It's a, like you know train trip or like you know party or. Like a barbecue kind of stuff, right. but now the brewer focus on make it a very good uh, quality. Mm. So it, I know, I know, it's different, you know, I know from the, you know, the before that. Right. Yeah. Well, I still remember when I was in Japan, I was a little, mm-hmm. um, you know, like uh, if you get on the train mm-hmm. and there's a like old man drinking with red right, face, right, and then right, in right. Japan it's really general. So you don't hide hide the alcohol. Right. So like they really drink and mm-hmm. sleep, and yeah. that was like not a very cool image. Yeah, yeah, but right? now <laughs> it's a, a sake brewer focus on make it very good quality. So mm. it's same as the bottle of sake now. Mm. Okay, and actually, I heard uh, there is um, uh, one sake retailer called Ajino Machidaya in Tokyo, mm-hmm. and which carries over eighty cups sake. Mm-hmm. And uh, they initiated a current cup sake boom. They say because uh, the the store asked sake breweries to create cup sake, and many breweries responded with cup sake packaging in fun, cute, or stylish glasses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking at all those things, and then I've seen one. Um, you know, the light bulb shaped uh, glass. Oh, sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, if you finish drinking and you really want to keep that. Right, glass. so some of the customers bring back the, you know, the uh, sake cup as a souvenir. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I will do it next time. Yeah. Okay, and do you have uh, how many labels? I, I counted 16 on the list right now. 16 yes, stuff. yes. Great, and do you have any policy try to get different uh, regions? No, I, I just try to uh, collect as much as possible now mm. because, you know, we have a limited kind of, you know, the uh, no, cup sake so far. So, you know, to the U.S.? Yeah, yes, that's why, you know, we just try to collect as uh, much kind as, you know, mm. we can. Okay. And uh, the price can range uh, from 7 to 18, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. really, like, to me, premium by the glass yes, kind yes. of program. Yes. Six dollar sake is very casual. It's like you know, for the casual sake is for the everyday, mm-hmm. and the sixteen sake is for some experience. Mm. Yes. Right. Well, if you think of uh, by the glass wine, which can range from mm-hmm. nine to twenty. Yes. So it's a good buy, mm-hmm. right? To try different yeah. things. Right. Okay. And uh, do customers order it? Yes, and people enjoy it. It's like more than the other bottles, or. You know, by the the carafe sake. 
Yeah, but that, that is kind of a new thing for the American customer. So, mm. you know, that's, I think the kind of, you know, like something new for mm. them to that's uh, sub cup sake is not something new for me but i think you know that in, uh, in america cup mm. sake is something really new products so, okay yeah. so you wanted to introduce something fun to the american market that's why you carry so many cup sake yes 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 mm, maybe you can be the the first uh, to start the boom oh i try yeah, yeah i hope right. so i hope so right because it's portable yes. and uh, it's fun mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's fresh open all the time oh, right, and right. Yeah, it's easy to store because mm, yeah. it's smaller yeah store oh. store Okay, yeah. right. Okay. And uh, all right, so now I think uh, we're going to take a quick break here. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk about uh, Japanese sumo wrestlers. Thank you. Nabe. Okay. So please stay with us. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. Corin is proud of their Japanese culture and traditions, but they want you to know that their products are not just for Japanese restaurants. Their knives and tableware bring out the best qualities of food from every culture and fit into every restaurant, from French to Pan Asian to American. And that is why they're located in New York City, where people from every country in the world come to eat. Corin's unique store in Lower Manhattan is home to perhaps the most extensive collection of Japanese chef knives in the world, including Japan, plus the rarest natural sharpening stones and exquisitely designed tableware. They also host special events such as knife sharpening demonstrations and parties with New York's most famous chefs and restaurateurs. Corin is dedicated to this ideal, bringing the implicit and elegance of Japanese culture to your table, be it in your home or in the finest restaurant. For more information, visit Corin.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japan Eats, broadcasting live from a studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, and my guest today is Gak Shibata, who is the owner of Yoparai and Azasu, beautiful Japanese restaurants. And uh, let's talk about uh, Chankonabe. Yes. Um, so, oh, actually, well, well, I have to talk about this. So, we talk, we've been talking about uh, cup sake, mm-hmm. but uh, you have your own brand. Yes, uh, we try to have a private brand with uh, collaborated with a Nambu Vision Brewer mm. in uh, Iwate, Japan. Mm. That was actually hit by the tsunami and yes, uh, right. earthquake, yeah, yeah. and then really beautifully revived mm-hmm. from the damage. Yes. Right. Okay. So, what kind of sake in the cup? Yes, um, that is uh, you know um, the one of my favorite brewers, uh, the uh, Southern Beauty, which is uh, a Nambu Vision, and the uh, um, the uh, owner of the brewer, you know. Uh, try, you know, try to you know, the, help me to make a private brand sake, you know, cup sake mm. with uh, our logo and uh, they are like, like a double name, you know, you know, like design. Right. Okay. Yeah. So is it ready or it's coming out soon? I'm not sure because of uh, you know the importing is in a, a lot of process. Oh, so you know, right. I'm, and also I'm not sure when, but you know, we're working on it now. Mm. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Okay. And uh, well, actually, Number Beijing, I really like this brewery mm-hmm. and it's founded in 1902 mm-hmm. and uh, this uh, sake is globally recognized like so many awards and prizes and uh, they actually have an American apprentice right now at the brewery mm-hmm. I think for a long time like the two years yeah so um, yeah they're really forward minded mm-hmm. and I think 
uh, cup sake at that level of a sake brewery, mm-hmm. yeah, it may be a little challenge, but the owner, Kuji-san, yes. yeah, he just really pushes the boundary of sake making. Mm-hmm. So that's wonderful. Okay. And uh, before we go into this, uh, the chanko nabe, uh, let's talk about your hoppy, which is another amazing uh, beverage okay. from Japan. Sure. So, um, what is uh, this? Is a hoppy, H O P P Y, and what is it, and how popular is it in Japan? Hoppy is a, a beer flavor, non-alcoholic beverage, mm. and uh, uh, the, uh, mixed with uh, shochu, which is a uh, um, like Japanese, uh, the vodka type of sake, I know the, mm-hmm. I know the beverage. Right, distilled, and the ingredients can be rice to barley to mm-hmm. carrots to you name it. Yes. Right, and then the alcohol ranges from, uh, I think, around 25% on average. Right. So you just mix with the hoppy, mm-hmm. right? And uh, hoppy is, I heard that the, the recipe of hoppy, it's a hoppy itself is uh, produced by one private company. Right. And uh, when was it started? The hope it was made, uh, I think, after World War Two or something right. like that. Like yeah, the long the, history. Yeah, well, no, the, we have a lack of wheat and stuff, so you know they they try to you know produce you know the the beer by themselves. Mm. Yes. Okay, yeah. so you cannot buy beer, so let's make hope. Right. Yeah, it's like a more casual type of a beer. The, mm. Just World War after World War Two. Mm. Yes. Okay, and then naturally people add alcohol to mm-hmm. drink. Okay, and which tend to be shochu. Yes. Okay. And uh, so you are. Um, well, to be to be honest, like this hobby reminds me of something nostalgic. Yes, yes, and yes. like posters in stores mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, some cultural yeah. connotation in mm-hmm. it. So and I heard uh, hobby is becoming more popular right. in Japan again. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, hobby is uh, you know like a really Tokyo local drink. Mm-hmm. So um, people live in Tokyo area. People know about hobby, but you know outside of Tokyo, people. Doesn't know about hoppy actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that <laughs> is really that. Tokyo local food, and uh, so I'm native of Tokyo, so I know I just want to introduce some like local mm. Japan, um, Japanese drink, Tokyo local drink to okay. New York. Right, and I heard also the hoppy is healthier than other alcohol yeah, beverages yeah, like yeah. beer because it's low in alcohol mm-hmm. and as well as calories yep. and sugar and uh, purine, yeah, which right. can cause gout. Right. So that's why now you know it's a, a lot of young. Women or you know the young people the um, the try to you know the uh, you know they got diet yeah or diet or something <laughs> and the you know the you know so you know kind of getting popular for the young people too. interesting yes. right because uh, the shochu became really popular too right. uh, mm-hmm. a while ago so it's kind of like the right timing yeah right okay. And also, I heard uh, the the present of Hopi. She's uh, the third generation, I think. And uh, yeah, I met her. She has great energy, mm-hmm. and uh, she started, uh, you know, really had um, some massive kind of change yeah. in the structure of the company, mm-hmm. marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think she has a radio show, something like that, Maybe, to, yes. to promote Hopi. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, it seems it's working, mm-hmm. right? All right, and then you are the first official restaurant in, in this country to carry hoppy. I think so, yes. Right? <laughs> and I heard that uh, the president of hoppy yeah. gave a very strict orders to serve hoppy. Right. So, what kind of uh, orders? Um, she just, you know, the, you know, the, you know, want, you know, the sub hoppy for the, you know, like in a really proper way mm. in US too. So, she showed me the, you know, the, you know, the recipe mm-hmm. and how to serve so we try to you know the follow her style mm, so what, what's important i mean to me you know i i've never tried hoppy mm-hmm. to be honest 
Actually, like a couple times, but you know, the, the way you mixed with shoju,、mm-hmm. what's the proper way to? It's like, you know, the, just、uh, like、uh, 20% of uh, no, shoju、mm-hmm. and the rest of them is、uh, kind of beer, but we have to、uh, the freeze the mug、mm-hmm. and also we have to freeze the shoju too. Oh, wow. So that's why, you know, to keep the, you know, the hoppy cold.、Mm, yeah. So 20% shochu,、uh, 80% mm-hmm, hoppy. Yeah. And then frozen, like really c h i l l e d Yeah,、chilled. frozen mug and,、uh, you know, the frozen shochu too. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So the key is the. So it's like a beer slushy type, you know. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. So that the texture as right. much as well. Yeah. Right. Because、uh, shochu doesn't freeze with the hoppy, kind、mm-hmm. of like slushy. Yes. Oh, wow. That's interesting.、Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll try that at your、yes. <laughs> next time. Okay, and、uh, all right, so the now, finally, let's talk about chanko.、Mm-hmm. All right, so the Azasu features sumo food、mm-hmm. and、uh, sumo culture.、Yes. So, why did you decide to do that?、Um, I know I'm a big fan of sumo, and uh,、um, sumo is uh, like a big entertainment in to- Japan too. So,、um, the kabuki, you know, the, you know. Everything is、like、kind of popular in New York now, you know,、mm-hmm. last year. So I think, you know, the you know, sumo、mm-hmm. has you know, big potential for the audience in the,、uh, the US too.、Mm-hmm. Right. That is true because,、uh, yeah, the sumo is,、uh, is originated in Japan. It's like a really native、mm-hmm. Japanese sport, s right? And、uh, I heard it,、uh, it was developed along with the Japanese national religion, Shintoism. Right. So it's like、uh, the history goes back to like 10,000 years.、Mm-hmm. And because it's a kind of religious ritual,、yes. are very important.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, so when you see sumo tournaments, there are many interesting actions and beautiful traditional clothing、yes. to watch, other than actual wrestling.、Mm-hmm. So. so, not only the enjoy the、uh, like、fighting, you know, big guy fighting, you, know, can, you can see that everything is like clothes or in、mm. culture and you know, the ceremony, initiation,、mm. stuff. So, I think so, I know the, I know not only to watch them, you know, the fighting. Right. Yeah, yeah because、uh, the rules are actually simple, and two wrestlers fight in the ring called、yeah. Dohyo,、mm-hmm. and which is about 15 feet in diameter.、Mm-hmm. And whichever steps out or falls off the ring loses the match. So、yes. itself is like in、Very、the second. Very simple. Very simple. Right.、Yeah. But then I think they look at their eyes, into their、mm-hmm. eyes, each other, and it's like not just a second, it's、right. like、for a long time.、Mm-hmm. And it's like a moment, it's called the Ma. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like really martial arts, kind、yes. of a spiritual、yes. thing. So、mm-hmm. it's really fun.、Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And uh, for um, the listeners who, who does n t know anything about sumo, so there are six tournament, tournament seasons、right. called the Hombasho、mm-hmm. uh, a year. And three of which are held in Tokyo, and the rest are in Osaka,、yes. Nagoya, and Fukuoka. The、every each tournament is 15 days. Okay. So no breaks.、Like、yes.、That. Okay.、Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I remember my dad, like, was、oh, this a home basho? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It comes so well here. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay.、Um, so, sumo seems to be c o m i n g popular in Japan, not just among old men anymore,、mm-hmm. and, but also younger generation. I heard in particular women recently.、Yes. Mm-hmm. So, do you know why?、Um, actually, the, I know, we had a, a grand champion last basho. Mm. And、uh, a Japanese uh, uh, the champion, it's,、uh, know, we didn't have any、uh, grand champion since 10 years, Japanese.、Mm. Uh, so、um, the Japanese、uh, people is,、uh, start to get、uh, interested in to watch sumo now. Right. Because、yeah. uh, actually, there are in- increasing non Japanese sumo wrestlers、mm-hmm. lately.、Yeah. And I checked, and the first big name non Japanese sumo wrestler、mm-hmm. called Takamiyama,、yes. he appeared in 1960. Right. It's from he, Hawaii, right? Right.、Yeah. And then he、uh, 
out of that, he after retired, he became like a TV talent, mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. it seems like that attra attracted other non-Japanese right. wrestlers yeah. from abroad. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, well, Takamiya was from Hawaii, but um, other you see more people like Mongol mm -hmm. and Eastern Europe, mm -hmm. right? Okay, so the Japanese <laughs> winning finally yes. Yes. after ten years. Yep. Okay. And uh, I also heard there is another reason why sumo is becoming popular again in Japan, because mm -hmm. uh, the Japan uh, the Japan Sumo Association, so the popularity of sumo is declining. Mm. So so they just, they tried hard to revive it, especially in the last several years. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some scandals and yes, everything. Yes. So it's kind of the image mm -hmm. of sumo mm -hmm. decline too. So for instance, the association started to use social media to reach out to millennials. Mm -hmm. And I, I checked the Twitter account, Sumo Kyokai, it's S-U-M-O-K-Y-O-K-A-I, Sumo Kyokai. And it's amazing because um, sumo wrestlers used to be known for not found friendly yes. at all, like grumpy face. Mm -hmm. But now they make funny faces on Twitter account right. and model with pretty actresses. Yeah. So, yeah, so it seems that the association's mm -hmm. efforts are really working well. Yeah. Right. Okay. So now... Um, Let's go back to chanko. Mm -hmm. So that you serve at the zazu, what kind of chanko do you serve? Uh, actually, chanko means uh, any food you know, for the sumo fighter. So mm. the steak could be a chanko oh. or a burger really? could be chanko. Oh. But uh, no, the chanko means uh, the f food for the sumo fighter. Mm. Yes. Okay. Right. And then it's a nabe, it's a pot. Yes, hot pot, pot dish, yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So, well, I didn't... I, Kind of associated chanko means strictly like directly to mm -hmm. the pot dish. Yes. Yeah. So, but you serve uh, the pot dish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, the and a sumo fighter and the practice, starting practice early in the morning mm -hmm. at the sumo bear. It's like a sumo house, mm -hmm. and then after practice, you know, the youngest apprentice, you know, and the, prep, and the food for every sumo fighter in the and a sumo house. Oh wow! So which is a chanko nabe? Because mm. yes. I heard. Uh, they say, um, you know, sumo wrestlers say mm -hmm. eating is part of their important part of their job. Right, that is like you know the, you know, the part of the training too. So, after tr practice, and then you know the everybody you know the you know, surrounding one hot pot mm. and the share one hot pot together. Mm. Okay, and then um, so basically. It's like how many people in a small room? The to depend on how big is a small room, but mm. you know the. Maybe like five. Mm -hmm. Smallest is a five or ten. You know, biggest is like thirty, forty. Mm -hmm. Okay, so everybody takes turn to cook uh, chanko. Right. Yeah, and also every sumo house has a an own recipe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So depending on who the boss is. Right. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Okay. So what's in chanko nabe? Um, um, uh, like ingredients, basically. Okay. Um, the, you know, we based on the, the chicken broth, mm. and uh, you know, we put the napa cabbage and the fish cake and the on the chicken, and the pork and you know the uh, the our the signature is like a tsukune, which is a meatball, fresh meatball, chicken mm -hmm. meatball. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So, is any origin, any region of which uh, small house? Yeah, I don't know. Yes, I. I um, yeah, like you need a wrestler's house. Like, you know, the I heard that Chanko has a lot of uh, regional origins. Yeah. Right? So it can be Tokyo or Kansai. Yeah, so the, every you know, the area has a, you know, the, you know, the, you know, unique you know, recipe too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we try to have a Tokyo style in mm -hmm. Chanko Nabe. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, and it sounds very nutritious, uh, nutritious because of protein and vegetable. Yeah. And any kind. Yes. Right. Okay. And uh, so, the I also heard chanko is ideal for sumo wrestlers because you can put different kinds of ingredients, like mm-hmm. depending on what, what you need, depending yeah. on the health and condition of the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And also, because like you said, because you surround one part, mm-hmm. the whole, you know, the, the wrestlers surround. So, they, that, kind of a community mindset right. increases a sense of solidarity mm-hmm. among wrestlers. Yeah. It's a cultural foundation mm-hmm. in the small bear. Okay. All right. And then I heard also that some uh, non-Japanese wrestlers couldn't fit in that palate of right, Japanese. Because yeah. <laughs> you have to eat it. Right. right. So it could be a problem, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, s- some people from the Mongo or like, you know, the Europe, the people, it's really hard to... St- you know, adjust, you know, the, the culture of a small, small bear, small room. Mm. So they have to eat the same stuff as everybody right. and they have to speak Japanese. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. Wow. So I heard that Takamiyama had a ketchup. Right. But it could be, you know, it could be chanko too, you know, with mm. mayonnaise, means ketchup or whatever is fine. You know, this is a chanko means it's like a, a food for the sumo fighter. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, right, and then you can find a lot of chanko restaurants in Japan. Mm-hmm. Right? If our listeners go to like uh, you know the areas near stadiums like uh, Ryogoku in yes. Tokyo, you can find great restaurants. Right, restaurants. yeah, yeah. Right? So I know the, like you know the um, the most of the restaurant owner or chef is like a, uh, the retired. Uh, not the, pr- ah, uh, the you know the small fighter, yes, ah, because so, they know. Yeah, so yeah, so so they take over the recipe from the you know small bear. Mm. So you know, it's really a good experience. You know? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, and um, but it sounds like even if you eat uh, small food, you don't gain weight like them. Right. You know, <laughs> because you know the, uh, actually the chankonabe is very healthy. You know, protein and the fiber, vitamin, mm-hmm. everything. So, but the uh, no, thing is an. Uh, uh, the sumo fighter have a nap just after have a breakfast. Mm. So that's why you know, they try to get weighing and weight. Uh, that's why, okay. you know, yeah. Mm, so because they get up really early in the morning, like 4 right. o'clock, and mm-hmm. then train and then have a big breakfast. Yes. And yes. sleep. Yes. Ah, mm-hmm. So that's how you gain weight. Yeah. <laughs> so um, p- please you know, enjoy our hot pot, but don't go to bed you know, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's a good tip yeah. for dining at the Zaisu. Yeah. All right. Um, so, oh my, I, so how many types of chanko do you serve at Tazasu? Tazasu, oh, we have uh, um, the, uh, no, three kinds so far now. One is uh, you know, the original soy, uh, soy sauce based mm. kind of broth, mm. and the miso, and uh, uh, another one is uh, uh, the tripe, you know, the beef tripe. Oh, wow. And also we have a uh, vegan uh, hot pot too. Mm, okay. Yeah. So is it common to use uh, the organ meats like mozu? Yeah, I know that, I know. As I said, you know, chanko is uh, no. There is no rule, mm. you know. So, <laughs> but I don't know that. I know southern, you know, the sumo fighter, like you know, the from Kyushu, mm. you know, they enjoy the tribe, that kind of thing too. So, you know, it could be chanko too. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, people talking about healthy broth, right? So yeah. it's something I see in common with right. healthy yeah. food. Great. Okay. And uh, how do you serve it? Uh, do you serve? Uh, on the table, is it cooked? Yes, yeah. I know that our server, you know, help you, I know, help customer to cook, you know, I know, I know, nabe. Mm. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's it. That's great. Yeah. Right. Because uh, I think it's really more popular in Japan mm-hmm. than a way more than here to have uh, right. cooking, you know, actual. Right. 
because you know, you know the Japanese people knows how to cook chankonabe, mm. but you know I think you know American people doesn't know, so we try to help them to cook in a proper way. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so it's a cultural education, right? Yeah, right. But it's it's fun, like you you just said, uh, like surrounding uh, one big pot mm-hmm. with friends or families. Yeah. That's uh, really that's um, Japanese style communication, right? right? This is you know the surrounding pot and you know the share one pot of food mm-hmm. and you know the friends or family right. or something like that. That yeah. is uh, one of Japanese culture, I think. And also yeah. as you cook together too. Right, right. So you know this is a kind of like a really close you know the you know, relationship food. Right, yeah. and also fight for it's favorite ingredients. Yeah, that's a part of yeah. one. Okay, um, so and you can watch sumo. At mm-hmm. the Zasu on a big screen right. when it's in season. Mm-hmm. So when you show the program, it's uh, like you know that season. Yes, uh, the I know next month you know it's I know I know the tournament will come up, so mm-hmm. I know we're gonna do the I know Sangas Masha. Okay, yeah. so the March season. Yes, yes. Okay, and you just go in and then eat at the Zasu, and you can see what they're right. The, so the uh, the, every supper and the employees are you know big small fans. So mm. you know that if uh-huh. you know anybody has question, we love to answer about the sake. I know not only not only sake. Mm. We can you know, answer about you know, I know the I know similar to. Oh really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've been away from the game, so mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that's great. Yeah. Very helpful. Mm-hmm. All right, and. Uh, so, listeners, it's really easy to understand. It's fun mm-hmm. to watch. Yes. So, go to Zasun and uh, enjoy some more watching. Please. Right. <laughs> okay. And uh, so, there is another fun event mm-hmm. that's a sumo viewing party right. at uh, Brooklyn Brewery mm-hmm. in Williamsburg. On this coming, the next one is uh, Wednesday, March 23rd. Mm-hmm. And it's organized by actually one of our hosts at Heritage Radio, Michael Harlan Turkle. And uh, it's going to be the sixth sumo party. And that he has produced, and the her- I heard the last one, also at the Brooklyn Brewery, uh, collected 120 people just to watch the smoke. That's and, good. And also, you served the yeah. chanko nabe. Yeah, at the that party. time. Yeah, I helped them to make uh, the vegan chanko that time. Mm. Yes. Okay. So, how was the reaction of uh, the guests? Because you know the sumo is a very simple thing, so. And no need to big explain, right? So it looks like a lot of people is enjoying and clapping hand, screaming. So <laughs> I had a really good vibe at that time, really, mm. you know. And also I'm really happy, you know, American you know, audience interested in our Japanese culture. Nice. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's funny. So if you stand behind the whole audience mm-hmm. and then the small wrestlers move to this side and that side of wrestling, right. they move in the same way. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's a very captivating. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, so that's a small event. Uh, I think they're going to serve um, the bento box mm-hmm. too. Right. And uh, so, for details of this event, small party mm-hmm. at the Brooklyn Brewery. So, uh, listeners, this, this, uh, please visit Sumo Stew 6 on Facebook. So, it's S U M O Stew S T E W number 6, uh, Sumo Stew 6 on Facebook. And it's going to be Wednesday, March 23rd, Brooklyn Brewery. And uh, also, listeners uh, who are interested in viewing sumo in a stadium in Japan, there's a website to get all the information, and that's uh, sumo, S-U-M-O dot O-R dot J-P, sumo or J-P, and you can find uh, all the English information there. And it's really, truly a special experience to be in the stadium, and you really get immersed in the culture. And ticket runs from 20 to $130, as of I checked yesterday. Um, 
And uh, also, you can buy uh, very seasonal regional bento boxes at the stadium, too. Mm-hmm. So it's such a cultural experience. Right. Right. Okay. And uh, so here, you have a very exciting sumo event coming up, even more exciting right. at Dazasa in April. Mm-hmm. What is it? So um, the one, one of the sumo fighters called Kyokuten uh, Ho uh, will visit to New York City. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And then he's retiring. Right. So, I mean, if he, because he's retiring, maybe he's more open to right. visit yeah. outside because mm-hmm. it's such a traditional um, yes. structure. So, so. Um, the after retired uh, sumo fighter have to cut off his hair, mm. uh, which is called chonmage. Mm. It's a, a really unique hairstyle. Right. So he want to come to New York City with the chonmage, which is hair. Mm. So uh, he, uh, And then after he coming back to Japan, he cut off the, his hair. Mm. So that's the official retirement. Right. Officially, right. mom, yes, yes. It's called a dampatsuki. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, okay. And then what's going to happen? He comes and at the zasu. Right. And yeah. what he's going to do? Yeah, uh, no, he's going to bring one chanko master uh, from his hair. Mm. And then uh, he can, uh, no, they can provide an authentic chanko nabe from their uh, no, uh, no, really authentic thing, mm. you know. And also. Maybe that's the first time abroad. That I think so. Yeah, I think so. So, um, um, event you know, details are not. I know, pretty sure now, but you know, the I know we try to have a hand printing, you know, or the autograph. Mm. So in Japan, in the, um, the sumo fighter is a living shrine. Mm. You know, that's why you know the I know, sumo fighter has a big rope in the, in his stomach. Uh, okay. As you seen in a Japanese shrine, right? So uh, as you know, the shrine. So. Um, that's why you know the you know some of fighters hand printing and you know, autograph is uh, you know it's like kind of like armlet you know mm. they you know they like you know they avoid you know bad you know right. I don't know like you know karma or you know, something like that so mm. I think you know that you know he's gonna do the hand printing and uh, yeah. the you know, autograph and also you know we provide you know very authentic you know chankonabe from mm. you know, his hair right so yeah. it's like a secret right and you make you strong by yeah. having his uh, mm-hmm. hand printing yes right. Wait, so it's going to be uh, April 1st? Yes. Okay, and uh, where can we get the information update? Uh, please check out our uh, the Facebook page. Azasu, mm-hmm. A-Z-A-S-U. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So um, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you very much. That was fun. Okay, so listeners, if you'd like to know more about Gag's restaurants, please visit uh, Yoparai, New York City. It's Y-O-P-P-A-R-A-I-N-Y-C. Uh, dot com and uh, azasu nyu uh, dot com that's a z a s u n y c dot com and if you have any questions or comments about the show please contact us at heritageradionetwork.org and by the way we recently launched a beautiful new website so please visit our page today's show was made possible by Corin and our engineer is um, David Tatasiore and Japan Needs is live at 3 a.m. on Mondays and always available at heritageradionetwork.org, iTunes, and Stitcher Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. 
Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.